Hey, 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 we are here with the last episode of 2022. Like what the heck? How did we, how did we get here? This year flew by. Now I say this every year, man, the years are flying by. They go by faster every year. And then my mom told me the other day, she's like, yeah, because you're getting so old. (laughs) I was like, thanks mom. Thanks for pulling that out. Also, you're older than me. (laughs) So anyways, here we are end of the year. And I wanted to do something just a little bit different to round out the year. And today I want to share with you some personal reflections um, and talk about some of my successes and failures and how I have learned from these, how I've incorporated the empowered eating model in my own personal journey. And when I do these episodes, I have to tell you, I feel two things. Number one, I feel a total vulnerability hangover because I just share all this personal stuff. And you know, when I'm here in my recording studio, it's one thing, but then like to know it goes out into the world is kind of, (laughs) but number two, I do it anyways, because I know that I'm not alone. And I know this because I have the pleasure of connecting with so many of you one-on-one and I know that you open up to me and you're vulnerable with me. You share your struggles, um, where you want to grow. And so I want to return the favor here and invite you guys into my journey. So my mission with today is to be open and honest with you guys. And my hope and prayer is that it encourages you along the way on your own empowered eating journey. Hey, awesome. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I know you're ready to stop falling into diet culture traps and finally put together a realistic plan on how to boost your energy. You might feel stuck because you can't quite kick the chocolate habit. The whole body love thing isn't getting the job done. Or maybe you're at an impasse because you are pushing it in the gym, but you can't figure out how and what to eat. How many times have you Googled best diet and found that the latest trend has failed you? Hey girl, I'm Jess registered dietitian, wife, mama, and total science and nutrition research junkie. I too used to be stuck in the cycle of insecurity and never feeling like my body was good enough. Then I tried to fix it with food only to end up right back where I started. I did some really hard work. I found food freedom, but then I was confused on how to eat healthy and get fit without falling back into diet culture crazy. I wish someone would have taught me the difference between discipline and obsession. I wanted to be the healthiest version of myself by balancing healthy eating with food freedom. Like how do I actually eat healthy, get fit, and have donuts with my kids? It wasn't until I figured out this awesome balance between discipline and permission, the art of intentional eating with sprinkles of flexibility. The empowered eating model was born. Here on the show, we nix diet culture while creating values-based health goals. We reconnect with how our body responds to food through biofeedback, all the while figuring out a plan on how to get healthy and fit without sacrificing the most meaningful parts of life. Sustainability doesn't mean never eating your favorite foods again. I mean, pizza is life, right? (laughs) We are here to finally not just feel comfortable, but confident in our body. I am so excited to fuel your awesome with empowered eating. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com and grab my three steps to empowered eating guide totally free or hop onto my e-course food foundations to get the step-by-step deets on how I got here. All right, you ready to take your inner awesome to the next level? So grab that cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes because girl, it's time to go. Okay, before we get started, just a quick note. Next Level Nutrition is taking applications now and kicks off the third week of January. I'm going to be looking over those applications the first couple weeks of January. So if you want to snag your spot, get in there and do it now. Head on over to jessbrownrd.com forward slash nutrition or forward slash next level. (laughs) Let me start that over. jessbrownrd.com 
forward slash next level nutrition. You guys can see the outline of everything we do. This is my 10 week live mastermind group. We go over nutrition education. We really try to take your nutrition to that next level. There's accountability and customized nutrition support all along the way. And all of it is offered through the empowered eating model. So that means that even when we're looking at advancing our nutrition or advancing our health goals, we are keeping it in the perspective of empowered eating and making sure that our values are driving the bus. So you're never going to hear me pushing you, you know, like some of the diehard <laughs> like trainers that are in your ear yelling at you like, you can do it harder. It's like, I will only be doing that if it's in alignment with your values. <laughs> and if it is, then I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> but we have a lot of fun in there. So if you're interested in that, head on over again, jessbrownrd.com forward slash next level nutrition. Okay. So I talked to you about what we're talking about today. I'm already feeling like a little vulnerable. <laughs> We're going to be talking about my reflections of the year, the successes and the wins. And, you know, every time I do a follow-up session with a one-on-one client, I start with this question. I'm like, what went well and what, and then we'll shift over and talk about like what didn't go so well so we can talk about where we can grow. And inevitably they spend like two seconds on the wins (laughs) and then they right away go to where they struggled and where they felt like a failure. So I do want to take a minute and pause to celebrate some of the wins because it was a great year. My word for the year was equanimity. And let me tell you, one of the coolest things about becoming an empowered eater is that this word really lives itself out in all that you do with your health. It creates this platform that's truly just the beginning. And I was really able to take my fitness and health to a new level this year. I feel stronger in my body than I have ever felt. And even though I'm actually seeing more signs of aging, I know I'm not very old, but I am starting to see like the crow's feet are setting in. I stopped dyeing my hair this year and all the grays are popping up. And you know what? I'm totally good with it. It feels really, really good to finally be at a place where I feel so just proud of like what I'm doing with my body that these other things that the world tells me I should care about, like I just don't care about. So hoping that continues and knowing it will as long as I stay really tightly close to my values and living out those values as best as I can. So yeah, that was really exciting. And I I do want to talk a little bit about the show too. Friends, this year Fuel Her Awesome has been such an incredible journey for me. As you guys probably saw, we passed 100K downloads in the fall. We're getting close to 150 as we're rounding out the year. And I have got to meet so many of you, which has been really, really cool. We launched Next Level Nutrition in the fall where I was able to connect with many of you one-on-one for 10 weeks. And I, I think this was the highlight of my year because you know, my journey with food has really gone from eating disorder to making peace with food to finding like comfort and tolerance with my body and gratitude. And then it moved to this new place, this empowered place. And there's different places with empowered eating. Like sometimes empowered eating is giving yourself permission to enjoy food and be comfortable with your body. And sometimes empowered eating is taking your health to a new level and seeing what you're capable of. And in Next Level Nutrition, that's really what we focused on. And so that was really fun um, to be able to do that with you guys It's been a great year and I'm super grateful for that. And you guys have been such a big part of that. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving me reviews. Thank you for sharing your journey with me. Thank you for purchasing the products that support this podcast, all of it. I feel so, so blessed to be here in your ear. And um, yeah, you guys are the reason I'm here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, 
onto the failures <laughs> or as health coaches call them learning opportunities, which it's so funny because I say that to people, but even to say it to myself, I'm like, oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> Part of me is like, let's just call it a failure. Like if we can set our ego down, we're, I mean, we're allowed to fail. We are totally allowed to fail. And when we can embrace the, the failures, we can, we can grow so much. So my biggest growth this year has definitely, or my biggest growing opportunities came at the end of the year. Um, many of you know, I talked about this a little bit on the podcast that I sign up for a CrossFit competition near the end of the year. Now, before you say anything, like when I would tell people this, they'd be like, oh, that's amazing. Whoa, that's so gnarly. I want you to know like that in and of itself was stressful to me because I haven't done a competition in years and I am highly, highly competitive. Um, and when I don't win, it honestly triggers all my stuff. Like all the old Jess stuff comes back out, which is why I haven't competed in years. But this year I decided to do it anyways. I really wanted to challenge my ego. I wanted to push past some of my old stuff and grow. So I decided to sign up to the comp for the comp, knowing well that I would not be anywhere near the top, <laughs> but I thought, Hey, this will be good for me. I have been pushing my body um, and my workouts harder to that next level. So I thought I'd be prepared and yeah, I went ahead and signed up. It was co-ed. So I signed up with my husband and uh, like him and I usually do, we were matchy matchy. We got some outfits. <laughs> we, we had a lot of fun doing it together, but um, yeah, yeah. Here's how it went. <laughs> I'm going to break down the three things I took away from it and how I really grew by facing this failure, but let me just sum it up this way. I have been working on my handstand walks for most of the year. So in the competition, the very last move was a handstand walk. And I thought, you know what? If all else fails, if I could just get that handstand walk, I will consider it a win. Well, I go to the comp and it's, you know, it's like six or seven workouts is a lot. And I get to the handstand walks and my shoulders are just toast. And I tried my very hardest and I did not get the handstand walks. <laughs> and so it triggered everything. When somebody asked me like, how did it go? I said, everything that I feared and that could have gone wrong came true. <laughs> and so Let's unpack this a little bit. I would say there were three major things that popped up for me that I learned a lot from. So number one, when we went through, there were, I think there were six different workouts. A part of me has blocked it out a little bit, but we did the first three workouts and did great. And I could hang, I did well, I pushed myself, but it was really hard. Um, when I came to the fourth workout, I couldn't do it. Like straight up could not lift the amount of weight that was being asked of me. And I'm surrounded by people that could throw this amount of weight, um, not just like one or two times, like like 40 to 60 times. <laughs> and I couldn't do it. And where this really challenged me, I mean, in the moment, I want you to know all these re reflections came afterwards. In the moment, I really struggled with my ego flaring up, and but I pushed through anyways. But after I reflected on this, there was one thing I really realized. And I think my ego got flared up because... I had expected myself to be at a higher level than I actually was. Because when I looked at my year, I thought I had pushed myself physically above and beyond where I ever have. Like I have been showing up to CrossFit three to four times a week and pushing myself harder than ever before. Therefore, my expectations of myself in this competition were pretty high. But when I look at the reality of my situation, I was, yes, I was showing up. 
Yes, I was pushing myself on a weekly basis more than before, but I still wasn't learning or devoting the extra time that was going to allow me to take it to the next level. Now, ego-centric Jess would be frustrated by this and say, see, you're a failure, you're not good enough. But if I really take a step back, I can look at this logically and go, okay, you know, on the one hand, I'm showing up weekly to my morning CrossFit workouts and doing an awesome job. Number two, if I really want to compete, I'm going to have to level up. So now the question is, like, do I want to devote the time or the extra time to CrossFit to learn some of these technical pieces so that I can do these workouts if and when they pop up you know and TBD on that I don't know (laughs) but I think learning to look at this and set my ego down for a minute and look at it logically instead of having like an inflated sense of myself just because I'd been pushing myself harder allowed me to then not feel like such a failure because why would I know how to do this workout that I was never able, you know, I've never done before. And, and just so you know what the workout was, <laughs> it was lifting this thing. It's called a log. You guys can Google this. I think it's called a log. See, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> but it was like this big metal thing that looks like a log. And you had to roll it up like to your hips and then like thrust your hips forward to get it like right on your um, front rack. And then you had to put it overhead. And I could not get that thing over my head. I mean, it was scary. It was terrifying. <laughs> So yeah, I couldn't do it, but looking back um, and when I was able to set my ego down, I realized that, you know, maybe I can, it just might require more time than I expected. And I think I actually see that in a lot of the clients I work with where we get this inflated sense of like an outcome because we are pushing ourselves. But when we can set our ego down and adjust our expectations, we see that maybe there is more work for us um, that we would need to do if we do want to take it to the next level. Okay. So that was one of the things I learned. The second thing that happened that I really had to learn from was that I actually failed in front of people. So one of the things about a CrossFit competition, especially this one in particular, is that there are tons and tons of people that come to watch you. So here I am doing another one of the workouts that I couldn't really do well. And this one was a snatch and I had to pull the barbell. You basically like thrust it over your head and lock out your arms with 75 pounds over your head. Yeah. Yeah. I could normally do that, but after doing some pull-ups, I couldn't do it. (laughs) And here I am trying to get it over my head and it just, it wasn't going. And then I look around and I am in front of like hundreds of people. Well, it felt like hundreds. I don't know how many it actually was, but it felt like, you know, thousands of eyes were seeing me fail. (laughs) And egocentric Jess, you know, got stuck here for a minute. But when I look back This was something that was so important for me to go through. Learning to put yourself in a situation where you might fail and doing it in front of people and doing it anyways is really freeing. It puts me in this new place of like, I'm not really afraid of failing anymore. So so what? People didn't react the way I thought they would. I thought, you know, people would, you know, say these snotty things to me or they wouldn't be encouraging. No, people were so encouraging. And even the next day or the next week when I went back to the gym and I saw some of, you know, the people who were at the competition, my immediate reaction was to like be embarrassed. I didn't want them to like talk to me about the competition, but they met me with such grace and said, oh my gosh, you did so great. I saw you trying to do those snatches and you eventually got them like so amazing, Jess. And it's just funny to me how, you know, we can so quickly go back to this perfectionistic narrative. Like I have to do it right or 
There's a certain level of performance that I have to show up with. And I didn't have to, you know, when I, I did, this was for fun. <laughs> like I, I have no agenda with this. And so, yeah, there was a lot of growth in that as well. Um, the third piece of growth is actually something I talked about on my very first podcast I recorded. If you guys haven't listened to that, it's my story of how I went from an eating disorder to food freedom. But I talk a lot about the narrative that pops up in my mind about my body and how being married to my husband has triggered some of that. Not because of him. Oh my gosh, he's amazing. But because he's amazing, you know, it kind of triggers some of that old stuff in me and saying like, I'm not good enough. Am I good enough to be with him? And specifically when it comes to physical capacity, <laughs> my husband, gosh, he's such a freak of nature. He seriously looks like Captain America. The man has incredible genetics and he's paired that with really, really hard work. And he, no joke, looks like Captain America. Not only does he look shredded, but he can pump out workouts like I've never seen anyone pump out. So, <laughs> you know, the good side, the good news is because we are partnering together in this comp, he carried us <laughs> and he really, he made it so we didn't get last place, which, which would have been fine, but he totally carried us, but it definitely re-triggered that old narrative of like, am I good enough to be with him? You know, are people looking at us going, she's with him or how did she get with him? Which was really healthy for me to be re-triggered with because I, I was able to hear that thought, but here's the cool thing. I was able to hear the thought and have a vastly, vastly different response to it. I heard the thought, I noticed it, I even felt it for a minute, felt that insecurity start to pop in, felt like people might be thinking that, but I was able to stop it. And so even though I think initially I thought this was a bit of a failure because I was mad the thoughts popped in, looking back, I do think it was a great opportunity and area of growth where I got to lean into some of that insecurity and show up anyways. Oh man, that's just honestly just scratching the surface. I got so much out of this failure, <laughs> so much more out of it than I think I did anything else this year. There were lots of parallels I picked up on in how I worked out and how I faced insecurity or how I shut down. I noticed that and how I maybe show up here for you guys in my business and how I, I work with others and how I show up in my relationships. I mean, there was, it was really, really powerful. And so I share all this with you guys because one, I want you to know that these negative thoughts, I mean, so many of us have them deeply embedded in our psyche and they're really, really hard to break. And even though the thoughts become less and fewer and far between, they still resurface. And here I am, what, I think I'm, gosh, I've lost counts, like 15 years post eating disorder, 16. Yeah. 16 years post eating disorder. I would say I've had a healthy relationship with my body for 12 years. And I would say empowered relationship with my body in the last five, six years. And I still have some of these thoughts pop up. So those of you who are on this empowered eating journey, I want you to know you're not alone. When these thoughts resurface, I know it's frustrating and we're exhausted because we're like, we want them to be gone. You know, it's so, I'm so tired fighting them. I know that, but I also know that you become more and more resilient and your responses become different and we get quicker at batting them away. So yeah, all this to say, when we can set our ego down, which is really hard to do, I'll tell you, like in that CrossFit comp, I did not set it down for like three days after I finished. It took longer for my ego than my muscles to recover. But once we can set it down, we can learn so much 
from these failures. They really truly are, like our health coaches say, (laughs) opportunities for growth. So I want to invite you guys to do the same. Like look back at your year. Where were you successful? And give yourself time and space to pat yourself on the back and celebrate your wins. We have to do that. We don't do that enough for ourselves. So that is step number one. I'm going to set a time on there. Like give yourself at least five to 10 minutes where you sit in the wins. And then the second part, look at some of those failures. And instead of being afraid of them, let's lean into them and look at how they might have taught us things about ourselves that we needed to know and how can we grow from them. And I'm not going to say they're not failures because you know what? I did fail at some of those workouts. I totally failed, but that's okay. I am allowed to fail. That's where we're challenging the perfectionistic mindset. In perfectionistic thinking, we think we're not allowed to fail. We have to do it right every time. Wrong. We can fail. In fact, it is human nature to fail over and over and over again. But if we can set our ego down, we can learn so much from that. And if you take anything away from today, friends, take this away. The girl who shows up deserves to be there. And so even though I didn't get my handstand box, I didn't do all the things I hoped I would do, I will tell you this. I ended that competition with a smile on my face because I'm grateful for what my body is capable of. I'm praying that this encourages you. Again, I have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover when I share this stuff with you guys, but my hope is that it encourages you to do the same as we close out 2022. Celebrate the goals you hit and you know the ones you didn't, that's okay. Where can we learn and where can we grow? And you know what, 2023, we are coming for you. We are gonna come in hot and I am so excited for it as we kick off season two of Fuel Her Awesome in 2023. Friends, I am praying you have a blessed Christmas and New Year's. And truly, from the bottom of my heart to yours, thank you for all you have done for me this year. It is such an honor to be in your ear. Until next time, cheers and happy, happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you like today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers.